0: Hello, and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Misty Vargas, and today we're going to talk about kitties, all kitties, senior kitties with hyperthyroidism. And the reason is this week, for some reason, you know, things come in threes, and I had three different senior kitties that came in with um, the same problem, the hyperthyroidism. One of them, my dear friend Dorothy's, um, you know, uh, happens to be one of her pets, and um, we've tried a different approach in all of them, because guess what? Even hyperthyroidism, um, it's looked at in integrative medicine as something that has multiple options. Um, so for example, the what is it, first of all, what is hyperthyroidism? So hyperthyroidism is an overactive thyroid gland. In cats, it's very common. Like I said, the three uh, harbingers of bad disease in all kitties is usually uh, diabetes, kidney disease, and hyperthyroidism. And so, of course, hyperthyroidism has some typical symptoms. You know, it's that cat that has hallucination. They just wake you up in the middle of the night screaming. Uh, it's that cat that is eating like crazy, uh, but it's just losing weight, continues to lose weight. Some Sometimes four or five pounds, which is almost another cat. And so but yet they have a ravenous appetite. Um, They also drink a lot of water. And for a cat owner, if you're truly a cat owner, you know that cats are like camels. They don't drink water, and if they do, it's kind of secretive. They don't like to do it in front of you. And so when you see a cat that is drinking a lot of water, worry about those three amigos evil amigos of disease, kidney disease, diabetes, or hyperthyroidism. When it comes to hyperthyroidism, sometimes you can palpate the thyroid. If you were to um, palpate the front, like the midline, you know, ventral midline, the front of the neck, um, just palpate and you feel like a lump there. Um, It could be that it's a palpable um, thyroid gland, Um, Most of the times it's a benign tumor, although they can have um, adenocarcinoma, which is also common. But most of the time, let's say in my experiential knowledge, about 80-20, 80% of the time is a hyperplasia or excessive growth of the thyroid gland. But it's not a malignant tumor. Then about 20% of the cases, they don't respond to anything that I know Almost with certainty that it is a cancer, or maybe we see another place like lungs or um, heart or kidneys or something else that is showing signs of cancer, and then we of course put one on one together and we make that diagnosis. When it comes to the treatment with Western disease and with integrative medicine, again it can be customized uh, to almost everything. Um, the Western, let's go with the Western options. So. The Western's options are either you surgically remove the tumor. Um, You could do medication, pills for life to suppress the thyroid gland. You could do a special diet called Hills YD prescription diet, which is uh, something that will um, restrict the iodine. And definitely it's kind of like a low meat protein, high carb diet. Um, And it's basically, it's not a cure, but it really helps some of the cats to maintain control. In some cases, uh, you are supposed to just do the food. um, But I have paired diet with, let's say, the medication given um, transdermal gel, which the transdermal gel, the absorption of it is not completely... Um, accurate or under, uh, understood completely and so some of it uh, gets absorbed we don't know what amount it depends on the cat depends on many things and so um, the oral medication is a little bit more consistent uh, with the levels that it produces and with the expectations but anyway, so the uh, surgical removal uh, would have to be not your general practitioner, but a specialist uh, or to be a surgeon that is uh, specialized in that because it is a very difficult surgery. There's a lot of important nerves uh, that go through there. And it's only about 80% uh, successful. Uh, they could uh, have one tumor on one side They take that side, and then they develop the tumor on the other side. Um, So those two surgeries. Uh, Sometimes if it's a carcinoma, it can just come somewhere else, in an ectopic tissue, not necessarily thyroid. Even if you take the whole thyroid, it comes in something else, like the parathyroid or locally in that larynx area. Uh, So 80% with surgery. With uh, medication, it varies. If they're really taking care of it, the medication can really control it. Um, It's just that peeling a cat, my friends, is not that easy. Not all cats uh, will accept that fate uh, of pills for life. Um, So you have one sweetheart that lets you peel them and no problems, tiny, tiny pill, oftentimes once a day, very seldom twice a day. And so, you know, if if your cat doesn't mind it, it's the cheapest alternative, and it's pretty uh, good control. Of course, you have to have the blood work um, every couple of months. I recommend every three months in the beginning until you really have a consistent level, and then you can go every six months, and eventually maybe even once a year, um, depending on how your cat's doing, the weight, and other clinical symptoms, how they're controlled. Um, radioactive iodine therapy is really the standard, the best choice because it's about ninety five percent of these cats that go through the radioactive iodine therapy do not need any more treatment, no pills, no special diet, no no more surgery, nothing. Now it is expensive; it's over a thousand dollars treatment, but. Um, It's actually, you know, there's many places like the Ruskin Cat Clinic, that's where we recommend our patients to go, and they are excellent at it. They've been doing it for many years, they have a down pat everything, and if your pet is a good um, candidate, then it would be a good thing. However, one of the pets that we saw this week, the three pets that I said in the beginning, one of them was uh, too old, in fact, to have the radioactive iodine injection. They have to have a good, healthy kidney because a lot of this is going to be cleared through the kidneys and uh, heart and other organs that support that um, radioactive treatment. So it depends really on the condition of the cat, whether the surgery or the medication or the diet is a good choice. When it comes to TCVM, there's two patterns that cause hyperthyroidism. So the word hyperthyroidism in Western medicine just means two different patterns in Chinese medicine. The stagnant liver, stagnation of blood and phlegm, or deficiency of being with the yang floating. So these are the two patterns. The Stagnant liver chi has completely different symptoms. This is a a cat that changes personality. It's really irritable and like biting and/or depressed. Some personality change that you're like, oh, something's going on because they're really not behaving themselves. When you look at that tongue, it can give you some clues. They're usually really dark, almost blue, um, and then oftentimes has a little fine, thin uh, white coat. Um, the pulse if you were to take the pulse is very wiry and uh, slippery Um, for those pets there's a specific herbal formula called sargassum j-pot and that formula you can give to those Uh, you can also combine that with liver happy or long dan chigan, try to detoxify the liver a little bit further or you could combine this with a little bit of food therapy um, for stagnation so adding shrimp is a good idea for this uh, just regular shrimp with, with the, uh, the shell and everything. That would be a good idea for these guys. Um, when it comes to the yin and yang with the yang floating, the best formula I found for controlling that is hypergiabing. And hypergiabing will control it even in the worst clinical cases, um, the ones that have the giant masses in the uh, throat. They have weight loss. They are just so such weight loss that they are just skeletons walking around. Um, They might still be aggressive, like with the stagnant liver chi. uh, But you see a lot on insomnia. These are the cats that wake up two, three, four in the morning, screaming. Um, You know, you can put your hand in their chest. You can feel the heart rate go crazy. If you listen to them, auscultation in the exam room, they have a murmur. There's a gallop rhythm. With a murmur in it, and so uh, they don't like the light. If you shine a light, they just shy from it. So, um, being I have the book here because I wanted to touch base on what Hypergeabing has. Um, it has uh, a classical antecedent, antecedent, which is an old formula many um, years ago used in China. Uh, but this one has some changes. It does have remania, which nourishes the blood, the jing, and the Jin. And then it has xiaujang, um, which is the scorea, 25 the qi, and nourish the jing. So the jing is important. The jing can only be nourished by food. Um, the, the jing is what we come with genetic material, genetic ability to replicate and clean your um, diseased cells. But you can use Romanian dioscorea, those two uh, herbs, and that will help nourish the yin. Uh, Cornus, which is chan suyu, also does that. Um, Peony, uh, austria draconis. Uh, draconis is long goo, which is uh, is going to soothe the liver and tranquilize the floating yang. The yang, if the yang floats away, you die. This is it. These dogs, these cats are at uh, peril. You know they're in, in a situation where they could die because they their heart is very very fast and floating, and they can um, just die. Um, you will see two herbs: cypress and blue perum, they are going to soothe the liver chi. The liver chi is going to help. So you can technically use hypergibbing to try the other uh, liver chi stagnation uh, pattern, uh, but the sargassum j-pot would probably be a better choice if that's all you need to do. Um They have a Lisma too, which drains uh, damp and benefits the urination. So you will see one of the first things that they stop doing is drinking like crazy and peeing big peas. You know, that will calm down and the eating will calm down too. So the purpose of this uh, little podcast is to make sure that if you have, like my friend, a hyperthyroid senior cat that maybe is not the best candidate for surgery Perhaps not the best candidate for uh, iodine therapy, um, but you cannot pill them. Well, there's still food that you can do. There's still herbals. So my best combination is when I use the food, the Hills Prescription uh, YD, with the herbs. Uh, I do that in those cases where the other three options are null and void because of the kitty. The important thing is to customize the treatment to your pet. Pets are not cookies. They, they cannot apply have the cookie cutter approach they have to have a customized medicine so anyways i hope you learned something i hope you share with your friends Uh, hit the notification bell and follow us in all the platforms across social media we appreciate you and remember that from now on we're going to be uh, downloading every friday a brand new episodes so you can be on the lookout for them Uh, In the meantime, visit our Facebook page, the Pet Healer Podcast page. Uh, We also have a website, thepethealerpodcast.com. And uh, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you, and until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Information about this episode came from my book, i the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic, and soon to be an audiobook, so look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital, and our website is v Victor, ETS dot com, osavets.com there's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing and our pet healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms so we're looking forward to seeing you again